volume check on your drops. Oh, yeah. Pull yourself. Yeah. <laughs> There we oh, go. There's one. You heard it? <laughs> I didn't hear it. <laughs> I didn't hear it, yeah. Is that the fart? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get a life, kid. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. I am, of course, Brad. I'm the orange one known as Ginger Heaton. We have a very, very special guest this week. That is right. He is creative. He is hilarious. He is amazing and knowledgeable and all of those things and rocking some amazing swag today. What is going on, Zach? How you doing? Good. I mean, like I was like being all flattered by that the moment an airplane was like flying overhead, so I had to mute a better part of it. I'm sure there was, it was all very flattering. I really appreciate it all. Um, but I'm loving like the coordination that we didn't even do because again, we got three uh, oh. Sami Zayn related T-shirts uh, going and one on. Goat. Uh, that's one goat. unfortunate to see. <laughs> <laughs> if I'd known, I would have worn my Brett T-shirt, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. We do have but once again, yeah. Jobbers, you know, Thank you very much for uh, for welcoming me to the, to the show today. This is great. It's good to have you. And of course, we are joined by none other than the body from Kirkcaldy, Jordan Deves, all the way from Edinburgh, Scotland. Although he was recently here in Montreal, had a good time rampaging across the city. But how you doing, buddy? It's currently one in the morning here. I don't know how you think I'm doing. I'm sleepy as feck, man. I'm I'm struggling, but it's fine. I had a coffee. Uh, it doesn't matter what time it is. I've got a jar. We'll get through the little, uh, what, what have we got today? Uh, another Welsh beer. We're good. We're fine. We'll power through. I'm working tomorrow, but no, in fact, no, I'm working today. Ah, oh, hell. <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'm sure it'll work out, right? We'll be okay. Were you, you got the jars this, on the weekend, or or what? What was going on there? I think we saw a couple mm. uh, couple texts flying by. Yeah, this always happens. Whenever I uh, whenever I get drunk, I end up sending messages and voice memos and stuff like this to to the boys. Um, I don't really remember at this time at all. And then I got <laughs> uh, sent from my from my valet uh, a video of me sitting on the bus on the way home. Right, and I'll, I'll send it to you guys so you can watch it later. But it's uh, it's me sitting on the bus, just in my own world, singing the Pokemon theme tune at like <laughs> theme a tune. pretty a pretty theme good tune. level, right? I was you know I won't lie, I was watching it back, going maybe I should record this, you know. I was, I was you can back. sing, so yeah, I'd, I like to hear that. Yeah, maybe yeah. give it a give it a go. I mean, this is like I'm actually embarrassed to tell you, it was only about ten o'clock, but I started at four p.m. <laughs> in the morning. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, I'll send it to you. It's uh, it's an interesting one. But normally you'll hear some weird things. You might even hear uh, this drop that we have, of course. Uh, play. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a classic for you for those yes. who haven't heard it before. But uh, yeah, that's what Scotland does to you, man. You just get pushed and then you fall about and yeah, good times, good times. You ever been over there, Zach? Ever been to the... I I would very much like to. Um, I use the name Zach Ralph because it's easier to pronounce than my actual last name. My, uh, my last name is Scottish. Uh, I've got heritage out that way. So for that reason, I've always wanted to, to cross the... Uh, cr yeah, of course, cross the Atlantic. Cross the Atlantic and uh, come check it out sometime. Which, are you happy sharing your last name here? 
Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. It's a, it's three blend. Three blend. Yeah. Oh wow, it's not one I've ever had. Sick. Oh, there you, you go. Know, you know what? Up on well, from what I've been told, um, well, although like there's some investigations into my family tree, I'll say that much. But up until uh, fairly recently, you know, once my son came around, I was, from what we understood, the last three blend on the bloodline. Wow. Oh, mm. the bloodline. That's a that's a whole new storyline coming out. Tribal I'm chief. We've got him on the Acknowledge. pod. Yes. Acknowledged. Yeah. If you ever went over, I'm sure you'd be welcomed with open arms by Jordan and everybody Absolutely. else. I mean, that's that's how I met him. I was I was working over there first day. I walk in to check out the store there, and looking around, and he goes, "Hi, you're right, Paul." I go, "Oh, yes, I'm okay. Hi, I'm from Canada. I'm, I'm going to be working here. All right, meet back here at six o'clock. Pints." And that was it. <laughs> that's that's how you start a friendship. That's it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on. It's do you know what? It wasn't so much a, a friendship at that point. I just wanted to size up this guy. You know, he rocks up here in, in my country and goes, "I'm going to be working here, eh?" And I'm like, oh, "We'll see about that." Eh? You know, I thought I'd have a good chat with him, a, a few few pints. He passed the test. He was all right. He's a good lad. You know, I'm sure wrestling came up at some point. That was it. That was like the yeah. I think that that was me hooked. I fell in love. You know. <laughs> And of course, you'll fall in love with everybody else here, like the Waxy, the Venomous, the son of the dentist, the Wax Mamba himself. How are you doing, buddy? Looking good, looking dapper. Thank you. I clearly missed the uh, wrestling shirts memo. Uh, I would have put one on if, uh, if I had had the wherewithal. It's kind of my own fault. I'm coming on a wrestling podcast that I do every week and uh, just not dressing in uniform. That's delinquency. Uh, otherwise, uh, besides sweating my ass off and, and coughing up a lung, uh, I'm doing all right. Couldn't complain. That's, that's pretty good, I guess. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. You're alive, at least, through all the smoke and someone who is all about smoke and mirrors. The enigmatic, the charismatic, the bizarre, the mysterious Jason himself. Jason Punk, still your name. Did you watch the CM Punk match? Are you, are you, still, are you still a fan of what he's doing right now, bud? Uh, yeah, I did watch the match. I am a fan of what he's doing. I always tune in i wasn't watching AEW much but now he's back so he's got me interested and uh i have a big nice uh, bright light in my face so you can see me and we can uh, share this and we can all be seen normally i'm lurking in the dark but today i'm in light <laughs> he's looking like palpatine over there but uh it's nice to see your face <laughs> yeah he's uh he's some boys there jason <laughs> So, Jordan, what do you have in store for us this week? Is there anything you want to get into? Do you want to tell us a little bit about what's going on? What do you think? Well, of course, with our, uh, our beautiful guest here, we're, we're obviously going to fire into some, uh, some questions back and forth, get to know him a little bit, chat about what, uh, what kind of work he's been doing and what kind of stuff uh, got him into wrestling in the first place. Um, and I think uh, after that, let's, uh, let's chat a little bit. I mean, you teased it a little bit there. Let's chat about Forbidden Door. Let's talk about it. It's just a door, apparently, that opens and, and, and closes. Can't go through and it. You, you can't go through it, but you can sometimes shake hands through it or punch the guy in the face through it, at least. <laughs> um, and then, of course, once we've, uh, we've moved on from that, if there's any other news we need to tie up from the week, I'm sure Wax will take us through that before we move swiftly into some predictions. Because, of course, we move from one, well, we call that one a pay-per-view, I guess, because I guess that's what they call it, into... Idiot. Another pay-per-view that's not a pay-per-view. It's called a PLE. It's a premium live event, but it's basically a pay-per-view, but it's not called that anymore. Uh, we have Money in the Bank this weekend coming. And actually, do you know what's 
frustrating as hell. It's in London, right? So you'd mm-hmm. think I'd be watching it live because it would be a normal time for me. But I can't because I'm busy. I've got plans. How crap is that, right? What do you have plans going on, huh? Yeah, what plans? plans. One thing to do. Do you know what? It's their fault for booking Money in the Bank or my mate Duncan's birthday, right? I've got drinks to have. Duncan McConnell is taking priority. All right. Duncan is a really nice guy, for the Hmm. record. So I can't be that mad. Seems very inconsiderate of the WWE, if you ask me. (laughs) Yeah, I think so, too. Shout Duncan would give them a piece of his mind if he knew. I'm he sure. should. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. But I guess uh, let's just. Yeah. Dive. You're gonna bring us through. Yeah, uh, right bring in. us into the AEW. Let's, let's go. Let, no, no, no. We're, we're gonna talk to Zach first. He's like AEW. Oh, oh just of all <laughs> Much better. Sweet. Um, yeah. So let's let's just jump straight in. Zach, welcome again to the pod. Like it's class to have you here. Obviously, we were. Uh, celebrating the fact that we hit 500 subscribers on YouTube, which doesn't seem like a lot, but to us, that's massive. So we were very happy about that. We thought, what better way to celebrate than get a guest on? So, uh, yeah, why don't you just uh, introduce yourself, uh, obviously, to us and everyone that's listening, and uh, a little bit about what it is that you do. Yeah, well, first and foremost, congratulations on 500. That's awesome. It's a great milestone to hit. Well done, gentlemen. Um, yeah, so I am Zach. I work with uh, Love Wrestling. I work, in, well, in, in other things, but, you know, re- uh, relevant to this sphere, uh, I work with Love Wrestling. Uh, I am the general manager of the content end of the website. Um, for those who don't know Love Wrestling, it's got lots of wrestling-centric content, various interviews, various live streams, things of that nature, uh, all revolving around pro wrestling. And also, once a month, we do a live wrestling show out of Edmonton. Uh, so that's why we make it clear I'm the general manager of content. I'm not making matches for the monthly events at <laughs> Edmonton. Um, and yeah, that's, uh, that's, what, that's what I do, and that's what we do. How did you how did you get into that? Is it like is that something that has been around for a while now or Yeah, uh well I got into the whole like content sphere um a few years back. Um I had just like gotten out of uh like the art scene. I was like uh, I I was involved in set and costume design for theater and film uh, and unfortunately that didn't work out for me. So I like I still needed something creative and I needed something that I could do on my own calendar, you know, like I didn't want to have to coordinate my schedule with 100 other people, 100 other actors and other uh, people in in the scene and whatnot needed something that my calendar was like first and foremost. So I kind of like delved into streaming, uh, excuse me, podcasting with uh, with some friends who needed some content on their uh, their network, which is uh, now come and gone. And uh, that's how Smart and Friends started. That was my first foray, uh, my first podcast. And that's how I got Spencer's attention. And a, you know, a few re- years later, he reached out to me. He says, we're launching Love Wrestling at the beginning of 2021. Want you to be a part of it. And I was part of it. We just moved forward from there. That's, class. that's amazing. That's so class. that's how you yeah. know, like, that's how you know the Bean Duck guys. Yeah, yeah. I worked with, uh, with the Bean Duck guys um, for 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 larps season two i did the costume design on that one no way that's sick yeah yeah i know those i know that that group from various actra events for sure because i'm a, a part of actra and then um auditioning for them or just seeing them you know everywhere because they're always drinking somewhere right so <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like that was really funny when uh when you and i kind of like cross paths brad like uh, like on instagram or whatever and like you know oh yeah he's, oh, he's got a wrestling podcast cool i'll follow him back oh friends with beatrice friends with julian how about that yeah. <laughs> that's why I, I never brought it up before i was like man how that's so sick that you're in, involved in such a big way too that's man 
It's a great yeah. show. Oh. It must have been so much fun. Like, great group of people. Yeah, yeah. And and again, like that was uh that was the real turning point for me because like um like again, that show did very well. We were really happy with it. Uh it got picked up by uh Geek and Sundry, which is Felicia Day's uh like network. I don't know if she owns it or whatnot. Um and you know, like I, it was very well celebrated. I won like not to brag or anything, but like I oh, won a nope. costume design award for it. Let's go. And, yeah, That's I was crazy. very proud. But like oh, when shit. I wasn't able to turn that into like real significant career m- momentum, I knew that was time to like call it a day on that scene kind of thing. I was like me after the Napa commercial. There wasn't much traction after, and here I am. And you were in that one commercial that I thought a hundred times, if I remember right. Right? <laughs> yeah. Did you only I get paid once like... for that, or did you get paid? I got uh, I got paid once, yeah, but then there was some there was one residual check, so that was great. <laughs> oh, nice, yeah, not bad. You had to get yourself the the deal of the guy who played uh, all the Oompa Loompas in uh, Tim Burton's Charlie and the Ooh. Chocolate Factory remake. He got paid like for every Oompa Loompa he played. No way! Yeah, that's, 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 bank. that's fucking sick. <laughs> I'm sure there's a scene where there's like Anything him, him. copy and pasted like a hundred by a hundred in a room. So <laughs> yeah, like, he must have been. Loaded. Did he write that scene after that? He's like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need creative control. Contract came in first, and then it was. I've got an idea for one of the songs. You know, yeah. you know, it might work. Uh, that's class. Yeah. Um, and obviously, the reason that we're here is uh, is professional wrestling, right? So you obviously have a, a love for that 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 I imagine yeah. dates back somewhat. How how did you get into wrestling when you were younger? Dude, I uh, I have thought long and hard about that, and I can't remember, man. It's just always been uh, a part of like my fandom, part of things I've enjoyed. Um, I think it's largely in part due to my brother. Uh, my brother is, uh, you know, he's a little bit older than I am, so he was already like really interested in things like professional wrestling, and uh, you know, I kind of followed Big Brother's lead. My t- my cat is knocking shit over. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite all right. Sorry. To be fair, there's this like. The- Two other guys on oh here goodness. that have got cats as well, so mm-hmm. they're always, always causing havoc. Oh yeah, this guy is always knocking shit over. This is a. Uh... Can I swear here? Sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Cool. Uh, no, <laughs> it's fucking fine. Don't worry. <laughs> there you go. Get up. We can't have um, a Scotsman on. We don't have enough budget for the bleeping. It's just like. Yeah, <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, but yeah, like I. That's. That's what I remember, man. I know I got like a picture somewhere in my parents' uh, basement, buried in a box or something, of me watching wrestling as just like a little kid, uh, like a you know barely two or three years old, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just ingrained in my DNA at this point. That's cool. Yeah, that resonates with me. Uh, I, I kind of in the same way. I, I can't pinpoint when maybe I got the bug for wrestling. It's just it feels like it's always been there. Do you have an earliest maybe wrestling memory? That, that- um. Might stick out. Yeah, I, I guess like my first, the first like concrete memory. Yeah, I remember renting um, the Mega Powers Explode uh, VHS from Shit. the video store around the corner months after it stream uh, streamed. Uh, <laughs> that's not that's uh, that's that's current <laughs> life. No, uh, yeah. back months after it aired on a pay per view, closed circuit TV, what have you. Um and yeah, renting from like the the video store, you know, it wasn't like a major chain or anything, but they had a nice little wrestling section and yeah, getting mega powers uh in like starting from there, man. Nice, nice. I was never yeah. renting wrestling videos. I was the one who was begging my dad to actually buy the pay per views every month. <laughs> and he uh he he was a big enough fan of wrestling in his day that 
I think he appreciated my my love for it, like father, like son. But uh, the mega powers, I do remember, and he would remember them too. So that's nice. I did not have that same experience with my parents. I was never able to convince them to order pay per views. Uh, when my brother <laughs> moved out, it was very unfortunate because he would always pay for it. And I think the first one that I ended up paying for it was. Uh, yeah, definitely. It was a uh, King of the Ring, uh, two thousand, the one with uh, Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon. Um, oh, that one. yeah, that was yeah, the first yeah. pay per view like I rented and was like, oh my god, what a <laughs> oh boy, yeah. yeah well, that you one just, match alone yeah. was just outstanding. Yeah, you just tweeted about that. I think you were mentioning it very recently that that was kind of uh, one of the original introductions to deathmatch uh, in your life at least um, yeah yeah uh, i think it was matt coon who and uh, that i was replying to like he posted yep. a gif of of it or whatnot but yeah like you know we're uh, there's a wealth of deathmatch wrestling that's readily Oops. available and it's not really always been my thing but like uh, it, uh but that match in particular was just like that was exceptional and i don't think i'll ever forget that match no, yeah, for good true. reason. For good reason. Yeah. It's a good, a good point. It seems like deathmatch wrestling and indie wrestling go hand in hand, or at least like extreme violence. And it's mm-hmm. a lot of people that I know and trying to get people into wrestling, you bring them to a show, they have to kind of be comfortable with that kind of stuff. Because there aren't, a, at least around here, it seems to be more prevalent. Are there, do you guys know, like, is it, has that always been the case or is that just how it is here? Uh, well, I'm really only familiar with like IWS myself, like, and uh, you know, they're, they're known for the ultraviolence. I know you guys were at the GCW IWS crossover event, which was again, an outstanding main event. Uh, not, so, oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Just absolutely wild. And one of the most violent experiences I've ever seen. I'm not too Same. familiar with uh, other local Indies. I'm not sure what their deathmatch policy or whatnot is. I think it's a bit of What's both. The- I think IWS in particular is definitely more on the, the ultra-violent side. Um, I guess the only thing yeah. is Battle War. I guess that's the only, maybe the yeah. only other one I go to often or have gone to frequently. And that one usually involves some sort of... I mean, I guess, it, I guess they're... No, yeah, it's always pretty violent. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's it kind of in the name. It's a death match. But, I hope it's yeah. violent. It's yeah. true. And I, <laughs> yeah. But not, there's not always death matches, but there's usually going to yeah. be some sort of uh, violent match, at least, at least one, <laughs> but maybe less so than that. But you're right, IWS, that's kind of the point. So, yeah, I think in recent years they've kind of milded it out. Like they'll do a death match like at the very end uh, after mm. a night of like a very variety show kind of card. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah it's That's still true. very much in the um, in the DNA of IWS. And I guess it's also like Nick Gage was in town, so like let's oh, fucking go. <laughs> yeah. You're you not you're not bringing Nick Gage across the border to do a technical, <laughs> you know, yeah. barn burning masterpiece. Come on, submissions yeah. only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think, um, yeah. I was trying to think about my earliest memory of wrestling, right? Just when you were mentioning that. And, and I, it's funny because I'm the same as Wax. Like, for me, I was the guy that got all the stuff on pay-per-view, right? But again, it was always like one in the morning for me. But I remember distinctly sitting in the living room with three or four of my mates. And we had, um, we'd all, well, they had all managed to get two or three pounds from their, their parents brought it to my house and gave it to my dad so that we could rent WrestleMania <laughs> X7 and watch it live. Like, I, nice. I distinctly remember sitting there, like, what, I must have been, like, 10 or something like that, and us all sitting watching it and then giving my dad three or four pounds while he fell asleep <laughs> on a chair in the back just watching it, trying to stay awake <laughs> or whatever. But, like, yeah, it, those those memories, I guess, are really important to 
to keep hold of, like the, not the reason necessarily, as you say, you got into wrestling, but the earliest memory you have of it is always important. Um, but talking about some uh, some favourites, then, like it, it's really tough, and, and we've spoken about this a lot. But we threw some questions at you, and it's kind of favourites, yeah. or, or you know, in your opinion, the best at whatever. And one of the questions we had, we'll come to the biggest one at, at the end. One of the uh, questions we asked was. One of your favorite wrestling moments. Can you give us one of your favorite wrestling moments? I think one of my favorites, um, like a lot of people attribute like the Austin 316 to like the what the like the thing that really kicked off the Attitude Era. Like that's kind of like the thing that people kind of point to or maybe more accurately Austin given the stunner to McMahon at uh, Madison Square Garden. Uh, but really like. The harbinger to the attitude era, the thing that like came right before that really set the tone was when Bret Hart, he was, uh, he lost the match. I forget the match, uh, but I remember the promo like night and day, uh, they're taking down the cage around him. Bret Hart just lost the match and he shoves Vince McMahon down. He starts cursing, uh, on air, like, you know, disappointed doesn't even fucking cut it, you know? Um, <laughs> just like, like that was like oh my god what's going on why is brett so so upset uh so that one uh that one's big for me um uh, another one would be uh wrestlemania 30 uh daniel bryan defeating batista and randy orton in the triple threat match winning the world heavyweight championship yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, just yeah uh, <laughs> um i visit i went to my brother's place to watch that match um and uh i was very excited about the win and i uh jumped up on uh, down on his couch and i broke his couch <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice yep <laughs> he was getting a new one anyway it's oh, <laughs> fine that's fine you yeah. did him a yeah, favor yeah. help him break that one down so you get out the door easier that's fine did you continue celebrating after did you just like keep it flowing or at that point it was like okay oh dude i, I didn't even actually notice like i i didn't feel anything yes. break and i'm not, i'm i'm a little skeptical <laughs> like i'm told that i broke it but like i weighed like 140 pounds at most at that time there's no way i i, I i'm skeptical about this story it was a work couch it's, yeah. a work yeah. it's a gimmick couch. Yeah. It's like like that uh that oh. episode of Friends where uh is it Joey's Joey. chair is broken or whatever and they put it back together and get somebody to sit in it just like, hey, sets you it up the, yeah. the sofa, you know. That's what the fridge did that do. Definitely something there. Bastard. He got me. He got me. <laughs> I'm all heated about it now. Yeah, that's fair. Um, you make you yeah. for it. Or just the guilt? No, 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 no. Okay, no just, just the guilt. guilt was, yeah, <laughs> just bringing the guilt. it up at like family get-togethers and things like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big brother, so you know, I can so see far, the tactics. You know? I'm gonna throw yeah. it back in his face the next time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so moving on from uh, from favorite moments uh, that are definitely w what people would call signature moves or finishers or whatever you want to call them. There are definitely parts of a wrestler's um, repertoire that always, when you see it, you go, nice, I'm excited for this. Yeah. Do you have a favorite finisher that every time you see it, you pop for it? Uh, two, two right now. Uh, two that always two. come to mind nice. is, um, well, like, th this one, not so much uh, seeing it these days, just because, like, you know, it's, it's not as innovative as, like, the first time I saw it. But Victoria's Widow's Peak, 
that blew my mind the first time Ooh. I saw it. Like that, like a gory Whoa. special Whoa. into a neck breaker. Um, I like I pop big for when I see something just like really innovative that. Uh, and like I'm not trying to like uh, down talk any any form of ref- professional wrestling, but like overly choreographed, overly um, you know towers of dooms. Like I can't stand that. That's like not my my uh, my cup of tea yeah. at all. Um, so when something is really innovative and looks realistic or logical mm. in a pro wrestling setting that's what gets me so the widow's peak blew my mind and the other great one right shit. now yeah just great move and um the other one that gets me now is uh the shatter machine uh of course made famous by ftr uh, a couple other people are using it now yeah. uh, namely when edge and uh, beth phoenix teamed up that was awesome that they hit the the shatter machine um yeah are they calling it that now? Uh, did they get the name? Because uh, I know they were calling it Big Rig for a little while as, tr- as a nod to uh, to Brody. Uh, I think I think it is called the Shower Machine. I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. Nice. That's what I know it as. Personally. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've heard some whispers that they were kind of like all, trying to get the name back. Uh, but I, I don't know how that materialized. So, But yeah, Shatter Machine sure and, the, uh, and the Widow's Peak favorites. Damn. Great picks. Um, I would you. never have guessed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Nice. yeah. Jason with with those. The, uh, Tower of Doom hate, that's for sure. That's when they get in the corner and they pile they like 18 guys into a superplex? Yeah. yeah. Not down for that, no. I don't like that. I agree. Not, Jason? I agree. What's it should happen like once a year, not like every month, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Should never happen. It's the same with like the um, you know when they do that thing where it's like I'm going to suplex you in the middle of the ring, and then someone goes, "No, you're not. The two of us are going to suplex you." And then another one mm. comes in, and it's like, "No, the two of us are going to get you." And it's yeah. like, it ends up with like nine people just flipping another four. It's ridiculous. Come on, mm-hmm. you telling me? I'll, I'll say the, the the last like five minutes they've all just stood there doing nothing, holding on to each other's <laughs> heads, waiting for each other. To it's, lift it's, it not, up. it's not worth the spot, you know. What I mean, it's not worth nah, it. It's not, it's not worth it. Not. I'll tell you the moment that Adam Page won me over uh, was a Tower of Doom spot where uh, he was teaming with uh, someone we're not we probably don't don't want to mention on air, but he was teaming with them and they were on the tail end of what was going to be a big, overly done superplex spot. Adam Page runs in and he just disassembles it. He just like pulls people off, throws them off, rescues his partner, nice. and he just like poses in the middle of the ring like you're officially one of my favorite wrestlers, Adam Page. <laughs> yeah, S- saved you from that uh, that. Pesh, as we would call it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's class. Yeah. And of course, we are the four jobbers, right? That means that we have a absolute basic understanding. And by basic, you, you really need to redefine what that word means to explain our uh, understanding of wrestling. Um, but we do have a basic understanding of wrestling and how it kind of all pieces together. And there are others within the industry that are known as jobbers, right? Let's call them enhancement talents sometimes, right? Or, or, or even lovable losers, right? And yeah. we all have one. We all have one that's your guy. I'm pretty sure. Who, who was yours again, Wax? I remember yours was pretty good, if I remember. He's Slater. He's Slater. Great yeah. shot. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a, He's like it's the a Stone Cold shot. Steve Austin of He's being a lovable Stone loser. Cold of jobbers. <laughs> that's right. He's got yeah, kids. Mine, mine, was, uh, mine was Hurricane. Shane Helms, class. Oh. Like, he was always around. He always did loads, but he just—he never really got past a certain point, right? But Zach, do you have a, a favorite lovable loser? Um, judging by Jason's shirt, I think this answer might actually upset him. But uh, I'm going to go with 
I'm going to go with Dwayne Gill, Gilberg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I going to say Goldberg, and I'm going to be no, like, crazy. No, no, no. I'm not. I don't have a. Yeah, I know I can't really. I would never be able to justify calling Goldberg a jobber, even though I would very much like to try, maybe. Uh, but no, Dwayne Gill, the. <laughs> Loser, the whole... definitely, and, and lovable Bad wrestler no. for Goldberg. So. <laughs> Gilbert's a that, great. Yeah. Yeah, that parody that they were doing, wow. uh, like. I remember when they debuted it, because, like, again, he was recently a uh, late heavyweight champion. He just had a victory over Mark Miro, who was, like, get, trying to get out of the company. So they did a, you know, if I lose this match, I'll quit the company. And sure enough, Dwayne Gill beats him. And the whole Gilberg gimmick started running. Like, he had, like, really mm-hmm. cheap uh, pyro, like, you know, yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. Uh, nothing like these, the spectacle that was Goldberg's pyro, but like little like Ricky Dick sprinklers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. and he would be like startled yeah. by them and like kicking the sparks away. <laughs> oh, uh, the, like the whole the, the reverse streak, they did like it's like, he's zero and 52. It's just great <laughs> yeah. stuff. Uh, and he was always in him, character. Right? He was yeah. always in it. You know, he came yeah. out as yeah. the character, so that's what made it you know, real for us. Yeah. And like Wax just said, just said, the fact that Goldberg himself hated it, that just makes me like it even more. No way he did? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I That's think Dwayne amazing. went on, on some show. Some I, th- I saw him do something where he's like, yeah, yeah, Bill fucking hated me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like He had genuine anger in his eyes every time he saw me or something like that. But hey, it, it, that, he achieved his purpose. He got over, you know? He, uh, so yeah. I, I think that's a great call. That's a great yeah, pick. It's a, it's a great yeah. pick. It's a great pick. Um, a lot of fun. Let's move on then. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I, have no, a bonus, I have a bonus question just because you oh. mentioned you did a costume design. Oh, shit. What is your uh, favorite wrestling attire? Oh, that's a good question. Bonus question. Uh, nice. <laughs> um, ironically, I want to say Max Moon. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, one of the most expensive. ridiculous ones <laughs> yeah um that's a really good question oh man takers had some great ones uh <laughs> put you on the spot, again, spot. yeah okay. yeah <laughs> take your time um, it's a tough uh, question you know, it is a tough question uh there's a lot of great uh, you know if i if I think of this, I'm probably going to come up with a different one later on. But uh, big fan of Laparka. Uh, I love the like Ooh, the yeah. skeleton. And the, yeah, he he just pieced it all together. He made it all work. Uh, my favorite Brett gear. He didn't wear it too often, but like you know, it, it was like standard pink and black uh, uh, singlet and, and long tights. Uh, but like it had like um, uh, like an accent, uh, like little spark uh, sprinkles of white all over. I believe he wore it in yep. the uh, match against One Two Three Kid. I thought that was like mm-hmm. one of his best looks, and I wish he held nice. on to that a little while, a little while longer. They looked like stars, you know, like it just looked really cool. Brett's for sure. So good, uh, good calls for so me. Good. Absolutely, positively, hundred percent. It's Shawn Michaels. I don't know exactly which one, but those hearts, those hearts on his tights. I loved them as a kid. Had all the action figures, all the different attires, all the different colors. Hundred percent. Black like, and aqua. Like, did, did you like Sean's? <laughs> yeah, like the blue later stuff also. Yeah. Like his his. his uh, uh, no, he had some really bad like ones the... too, but they were like unfinished when he came back for his second run in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Like his brown tights in the elimination chamber were some of the worst of all time. Those were unfinished. But they said it wasn't yeah. it wasn't finished. So, and but I didn't like a... when, he, when he went to pants. I hate pants that go uh, over the sick boots that you have. I don't like those long pants that go over the boot. So when he changed to that, no thanks, no. And that's when you move to loving Goldberg more than Sean, right? No, I always like Goldberg. <laughs> oh, right, okay. He was just mm. on the same level, okay. Mm. His what about Goldberg's, basic. 
Yeah, they're just black. He didn't need it. He's such a star. He just has like the the black tights, just like Austin, you know. So if he'd come oh. out with nothing, just his knob hanging out, it would have been okay for you as well. He's got the biggest jackhammer in the building. <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh. Also got a shout out Rob Van Dam. The oh, the airbrush oh, yes. oh, yeah. 100%. Always Amazing. yeah. Always hits. Always hits. Good stuff. Yeah, that's a great shout. Great shout. Um, what about top what if top 4 favorite films right now since we're uh Whoa. Still in the cost four. Favorite films. Um, Not to be of all time, but four favorite, four of your favorites. You know, like with wrestlers in it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> is there that many? I mean, Are there if four, you could name four, four bangers? I'd be impressed. <laughs> um, Fight Marine Club. One, two, three, four. Fight Marine Club. One, two, three, four. Fight Club. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Oh, um, I saw that recently. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is going to be really difficult, but let me try something. Right. Keep talking. My Cousin Vinny. Whoa. Okay. And, oh. Batman Returns. Whoa. Nice. <laughs> Crazy, Jordan. I see you draw. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, please. It's one of That's my... That's crazy. Wait. It's bigger than you. It's mine. It's, le- it's the Lego one. <laughs> that is beautiful. That's huge. Yeah. Amazing. It took me about uh, last week. I was having to take up build. all the pieces. Show me every room. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Well. All right. I think the only last question we have, uh, at least in this part of the the interview, uh, is who's your goat, Zach? Who's your either your your pick for favorite best or, or your favorite? Could be both. Oh. Yeah. If they're different uh, people, I'm, I, we can hear both of them. But uh, Bret Hart, hundred <laughs> percent. Brett Hardy, the greatest, yes. the greatest of all time. Love that. Best there answer. is, best there was, best there ever will be. I knew at least one of my answers would uh, would upset upset you there, Jason. <laughs> no, to be honest, as I get older, the more I appreciate Brett. When I was a kid, so, I didn't really like him that much. Sure, but as I watch his stuff now, I wish more wrestlers wrestled like him. So I'm appreciating him. He was my favorite growing up, so Jason always had to deal with that, and he was the biggest Shawn Michaels fan, so it was very difficult to be friends no, for a long it time. Was great. <laughs> it was great. It was obviously I was just really like, exaggerating. It was because Shawn kept yeah, winning. Yeah, watching WrestleMania with you was really difficult. It fucking sucked, man. Come on. The boyhood not, dream a, has come true. Yeah, you're not a gracious winner by any respect. You're still you know, wouldn't be either. So broke you know. my couch, broke it's my fine. soul. He's also a Chelsea fan, <laughs> so I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, I was. Uh, the one thing I will oh, say, oh. one caveat about saying Brett is the goat is, man, is Danielson ever making a case for uh, for that title right now? Because mm. oh, yes. damn, um, absolute incredible. And just one more th- to throw it out there: my favorite, not the goat, but my favorite, Sami Zayn. Sami, absolutely, Sami Zayn. He's so if good. You got, if so you haven't good. seen so his interview with Sami Zayn, YouTube, yes. go check that out. Yeah. Thank you. Check it Great out. interview. Yeah, yeah, I was. Uh, th- oh, that was. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. That was. So uh, that was a lot of fun. That was a really cool experience to speak with Sami Zayn. I was told we didn't have as as much time as we had with him as we did with the other people from the press junket, but uh, it was it was really great to talk to Sami Zayn about like you know the origins of the Huluva kick. Even though I I had bad information going into that, um, <laughs> talked about against me. Um, yeah, nice. it's just really cool stuff. That's class. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. 
slightly and actually uh, if i if i can actually do a shout out to uh to spencer uh because just now uh just today he recorded an interview with kevin owens uh that that just dropped on our patreon it's going to be available uh later this week i'm sure by the time this episode airs it'll already be available on our youtube i think just a picture dropped and it's like his face and he's just like yeah, <laughs> it's like this is yeah. my face the entire time. Just like, it. Yeah. like I can't blame you, bro. That's fucking sick. That's yeah. yeah. No, no, Check that's nice. That well done, well done. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. All right, so, you any other questions? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank any you. Any other questions from uh, from you boys for for Zach just now? No, that's. Well, uh, I certainly want to hear what he has to think about uh, the the, the pay per view and the upcoming pay per view. So I suppose. You mentioned Danielson. Yeah. I don't see a better segue than that. Yeah, Hell, yeah. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk. Wax, do you uh, do you have anything you want to go through with uh, what was happening there? You mean like news, like like other yeah. other news? Do we have the Waxman news drop, or is it like last week when it was like <laughs> the house camera turns off? I don't <laughs> so know. You want, you want me to workshop it again? Yeah, workshop. Uh, Come on. All right. Well, I don't know my. Job you know how it is with the with there. It is. <laughs> Get a life, kid. That's not it. <laughs> Close enough. It changes every week, Jason. It changes every week. You got to welcome to the Four Jobbers Podcast. You got to get with the times, brother. This is why we're driving. Get a life, kid. <laughs> uh, I I only had one thing um, that I saw that was newsworthy, and I I also kind of wanted to keep it pretty short, given we have a lot of stuff that we wanted to talk about. Um, but I did want to get everyone's opinions on um, belt unification in WWE. We had more of it. This one is uh, we're kind of crossing into new territory here. So, 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 Zach, we have been saying for weeks and months and maybe years, honestly, at this yeah, point, probably, is that they need yes. to do something with the women's tag <laughs> team division. And the cat is 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 jumping Every about. Freaking I'm yeah. passionate about the women's the cat, tag titles. The cat is stirred up. Absolutely, <laughs> more passionate than Shana. most. But yes, Bear we've been em. saying the WWE needs to do something with the women's tag team titles, and they well, they did something uh, this past week. We have a unified, undisputed tag team champions, Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, and not only did they beat uh, Alba and Isla. They will be defending those titles not only on the main roster but also on NXT. So is this is this the right something that the WWE needed to do? Are we waiting and seeing, or are you just not on board right off the bat and you need to be brought on board? And that that's open to anybody. Any thoughts? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm on board with it. Um, I think it was great. Like I always, it was a great decision to bring uh, a women's tag team championship to the WWE. Absolutely great decision. Yeah. But they didn't back it up by building a proper division in either the main roster or in NXT. Um, by yes. putting one championship that tours between Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, you have a bigger talent pool of tag teams. It's still not deep. But at least, like you know, we're not pretending that the NXT tag team, uh, women's tag team division, has anyone for more than two, three, four months at a time. Um, and again, that problem exists on the main roster. It's just a little bit deeper. But like, if you look at the past, re- all the WrestleManias since the integration of the NXT, excuse me, the, of the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship, there has not been one team 
that has competed on two different WrestleManias. They're always split up. They're always in new new teams entirely. We haven't had one team survive from one, one WrestleMania to another. It's insane. So this was a really good decision, I believe. Yeah, you had that great tweet, the tracker of it, and just like, bang, 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 bang. I was just like, yeah, Whoa. yeah. After after this uh, last, uh, no, excuse me, last year's, I said, you know what, guys, I'll put my money where my mouth is. All I will bet five hundred dollars that none of these teams will be part of the wwe uh it will be competing next year for the women's tag team championship um they all split up one way or the other uh, and ultimately it was moot because the uh the women's tag team champions were uh were in the six woman tag which was great but you know no championship yeah. match so vince owes you 100 or vince owes you 500 bucks you heard it here that's that was <laughs> paid him <laughs> get it done vince um, yeah, yeah. Like we we've been talking about it for a while. Like they they did what we asked them to do. They unified the titles. They just unified the wrong thing, in my opinion. Like I I I don't think you should have women's tag titles if you don't have women's tag teams. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like introduce women's tag teams and then bring them a title rather than the other way around. But what we do have is a hell of a lot of women in both NXT, Raw, SmackDown that are we've said this before dying for a mid-card title mm. like why are they not competing for uh, i don't even know it doesn't matter what you call it women's ic or, or whatever like there needs to be a title that helps get somebody like and i'm going to use this name as a random name your Liv morgan to the point where she's able to compete for the main title she went straight she to the main, that title. main title yeah i know but oh, she didn't yeah. deserve it like, she, you know, like, she no, wasn't no. she shouldn't yeah. have it's not her fault, it's just she wasn't as over as she could have been if she had had, for example, a mid-card title under her belt where she had endeared herself to the fans. If they had taken those two women's tag titles on you know, the, the main roster ones and merged them together to make a singles title, as weird as that might be, I would rather <laughs> have seen that. It would have made more sense to me. But, alas... Let's spread Less. out your talent even further over another show and have Ronda Rousey complete, uh, compete on a Wednesday night against Tia Hale of Chase University or whatever it is. Like, <laughs> it just feels a bit off to me. I, I, I like the idea that you've only got one set of tag titles, but you've just spread it thinner now, unfortunately. Okay. Are there a lot of team tag teams on NXT, women's tag teams? No. No. There, no, there were, no. A lot of them just got called up, to be fair. There were two um, tag yeah. teams that yeah. I could think of, and they both got called up to the main, ro yeah. main roster. So I'm like, all right, that's the point. And it's so funny because, like, this was the original plan for the women's tag team championship. They were going to be defended on NXT. Like, Sasha and Bailey brought the belts there. Mm. And then for no reason, they. They brought they introduced an NXT Women's Tag Team Championship, and again, like there's there's really nothing notable that happened with those championships uh, over the over the I don't know fourteen months, eighteen months of their lifespan. No, yeah, yeah. I, I it's uh it's interesting. I think I think it's it's nice that they are doing something. I I agree um, on that, and I think Jordan, you also put in exactly kind of what was missing for me. There's no sense of progression from what is a quote-unquote mid-carder to what is a quote-unquote main eventer in the women's division. And so outside of four or five names, 
everyone else is going to feel like they're kind of thrust into something and they're not believable as yeah. contenders, at least in the men's division right now. Albeit we have Gunter on his quite long uh, title reign. Even Theory's getting up there too, although he's not defending his title very much right now. That's a whole other story. But, that, you know, anytime a Liv Morgan or a Nikki, Nikki Cross or even... Uh, We'll talk about it with Money in the Bank. And EO Sky, who is a phenomenal, phenomenal wrestler, it's always going to feel to the crowd, well, who's she? Why is she getting a chance? Why is she getting up here? Mm -hmm. And if they had said, oh, well, she was holding the mid-card title and, and you know, she lost that, but she's, she's legit because we see it. We don't have that. It's just people winning a bunch of matches that exactly, Zach, as you said, are getting thrown together. We don't know why these people are teaming up. Then they're not a week later. Then they're teaming up with somebody else a week after that. It, it's a mess and it's not for lack of talent it's just for lack of direction yeah, yeah i i feel like i should throw in that caveat too like it is not yeah. the, the the performer's fault like this is a complete creative uh downfall uh that needs to be remedied and it's you know the uh, the women they work hard in the wwe they certainly do they put on great matches uh all the, all the time but man they just don't have the support to to build a proper tag team division um okay so I guess let's uh, let's have a little chat about Forbidden Door. Obviously, we had a, a pay per view at the weekend. There, there were some. There, I was going to say some matches. There were a lot of matches. If you watch the zero hour or whatever they call their pre show, and then all the other, there was a dark match as well, and then everything else going on. But you know, I think you guys have caught up with with most of what kind of happened there. Was there any highlights from uh, from Forbidden Door? And what do you think about this pay per view in general? Um, just open question to anyone. I'll, I'll I'll say about Forbidden Door itself, the concept. I'm warming up on it. Last year, um, it, it it was one of those things that sounded like a really cool idea on paper, and I was just unsure in practice how it would carry out. Now AEW is definitely more of a smart crowd, right? It's for people who already. Like, I don't want to make it sound pretentious, but it's for people who already have loved wrestling through other means. You're not, or maybe now you are, but back then, of course, you're not coming to AEW fresh, never watched wrestling before in your life, because this is the alternative. And even then, I, I found myself having to do a lot of research, which I guess is, is, is yeah. kind of part of it. You learn who they are as they progress the storylines and make the matches. And, and this one I thought was better executed in that way because we already had some familiarity. Uh, we already carried in some backstory. So I'm, I'm happy they stuck with it because it could have very easily been like, well, okay, this didn't quite work. And it was still great last year too. But um, I think it's, it's getting to a place where it could be relied on pretty consistently now. We have the new Japan names that we know. Even the ones we don't know, we get familiar with them. Um, so, so yeah, I, I've warmed up to it personally. New Japan is indie wrestling. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. MJF really hammed it up as he always does. And it was just, yeah, yeah. very good stuff. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well. I watched, I watched most of the event and, and I can, I agree. Like it, it feels, what's the name of that? Um, what's the name of that golf? tournament and is it in the states where like a celebrity teams up with a professional golfer and they do this like mad tournament thing and it's like it's of no consequence it's just a bit of fun it's something <laughs> it's you, for, you yeah, never it's for charity 
or whatever. Yeah, like it's you know that's kind of what this feels like. And as much as I enjoy seeing moments in a wrestling ring because I enjoy seeing oh I've I've heard of them and I love them and I'm getting to see them together. Fine. The one thing I miss when I watch something like this is story because. I love the story behind the match, and if you're not going to give me any of that, I, I kind of get to the end of the 20 minutes or whatever and go, well, what was the point? It, it was cool to watch, but I didn't really love it as much as I, I could have because I wasn't invested in it, you know? I think they did a better job this year in that criteria than last year because, like... uh Definitely. Yeah, there were there were a few that didn't like you know have like a, you know a really meaty backstory, but like for the most part, you know, like we had uh, you know like there was like the revenge story going on for the U- U.S. Championship uh, for Danielson Okada. I mean, like, pardon me, mm. not saying it was like you know a, a very huge story, but like Danielson just went out and said like, "Hey, Okada, you're good, but I'm the litmus test for great," you yeah. know, like you know. They're professional wrestlers, and uh, he wanted to see how good he is and testing their medal against others. That's enough for me personally. Yeah, those two oh, yeah, aside, for sure. That one was that one was oozing. <laughs> one of the greatest Crazy. matches I've ever seen. And then I learned that he, uh, Danielson performed a better part of the match oh. with a fractured forearm. How? Yeah. How? It's yeah. insane. He, he, He's nuts. I mean, yep. Yeah. Backing up the point you made earlier about potentially, you know, greatest of all time worthy, uh, he, he is unbelievable. Every time I watch him, he's insane, and to know that he can do all of that while injured is just ridiculous. I, you know, I, I, I sometimes call out work when I've got a slight headache. You know what I mean? And this guy <laughs> throws himself through a table or whatever with a broken arm already. It's ridiculous. Come on, come on. Yeah. <laughs> um. Any any highlights from uh, from the pay per view that you guys wanted to call out? Yeah how do how do you feel about CM Punk being back? Are you a CM Punk hater, lover, indifferent? How do you feel? I love CM Punk. Like, yeah, uh, let's I, go. I, oh, I thought, I, but like, I'm also a, I'm a bigger fan of heel CM Punk. Uh, so sure. like, yes, yes, yes. You know, he's com- he's coming out to uh, heel reactions, and he was listening to it. Yeah. He was like leaning into it, uh, but he's still it's like, like he's walking him. the line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He exactly. He he thrives under that. Um but he's walking the line. He's being a very uh, a very interesting character right now. He's a heel to the crowd, but he's still like very much he was very respectful to Kojima uh during the mm. match and post match and everything. So he's a uh, he's he's interesting right now. He's a very interesting character and he always is, but there's a there's a certain mystique that's around him at this particular mm. moment in time. You're right. When he's a heel, there's so much more CM Punk than Phil Brooks. When he first came into AEW, it was friggin' Phil Brooks, Mr. Nice Guy. Awful. And I think That's CM Punk's character that, is both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't the end of the world. It's, it, I, was, I was so happy to watch anything with him when he first joined up. But the enjoyment and satisfaction I get at heel CM Punk, you're right, is just like, and like man. Much, ult- the nuance ult- in his character now and stuff, he, he's got it. Like, ultimately, we have to see him fight the elite, right? We have to. Oh I really God. hope it's undeniable. Yeah. Even if you really hate him, I mean, Brett and Sean hate each happen. other. Who ca- you got to make it happen? Got to make it happen. Who does? Who does? Who does? Who does? Who helps him? Because he's got to have some help, right? He can't go into well, this alone. FTR just can't. I just want to see him versus oh, Kenny. FTR, perfect. Yeah, you're right. FTR, yeah, FTR would do it. Uh, I mean, Kenny. For... Speaking of heels, <laughs> Jungle Boy. Is he uh, heel? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Jack Barry. 
Jack Perry. I, I Christian knew I'm, all along. Christian knew all along. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I was happy to see it. I think I think Jungle Boy needed something to to kind of shake up what he was doing. He's he's very very talented. Um, do do you we know. feel like he's ditching? The Jungle Boy of uh, yeah, you can't Jack Perry. Like, it might be time to the do The way Jack he was taken off yeah. the uh, the cuffs, we have it felt like he was taking off that gimmick. You know, um, he was also kind of making yeah, fun of the he, whole Baltimore wave that the that the fans yeah. would do for his music. So I think that's gone Crazy. too. Yeah, it's no more I mean, jungle life. He can always come back to it at any point, right? He can always yeah, just yeah. immediately one day come out because but, this side of him, like we don't know what his character is right now. We don't know what who Jack Perry is. What's his deal? Jungle Boy had like a, a, a whole gimmick, so yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see what he does with this. I, I, I do hope he does not kind of rejoin with Christian and and and, and Luchasaurus yeah. and all that. Uh, I'd like to see him kind of strike out on his own and see what he is. Yeah, personally, I, one thing that AEW is very good at is like informing the audience how these characters relate to one another, and I think that would be a huge step backwards after the very personal rivalry that he just had with Christian. Um, exactly. Don't want to see them fall into the trope. It's like, oh, you're a heel now, so we're friends again. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Not all heels have to intrinsically like each other. Heels are assholes, so yeah. assholes do not like other assholes. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Or> they shouldn't. <laughs> a concept. A con- exactly. That, that's true. I absolutely hate Jason. So uh, yeah. you're an asshole too. Both assholes. Oh yeah, I'll admit it. That's right. <laughs> Me and Wax can. Um, <laughs> if there are no other comments on Forbidden Door and some of the matches there, just in the interest of time, uh, why don't we fire through some predictions for Money in the Bank? This yeah. Is it this weekend? Right? It is this yeah. weekend. It's on Sick. Canada Day, Jason. Mm, nice. And it's in the afternoon for us. Perfect. Very lovely. So you're going to be sitting there in the flat with we Frank. Waving my flag. <laughs> Waving your flag, nice. Waving it's the flag, like, uh, that's gonna be tough to Michael swing. Wilbon, I'm supposed to go Tony up to uh, be in a PTI. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, let, let's go through. Uh, let's go through the card. I'll I'll take us through the card, match by match, and uh, we'll see if we've got any comments we want to make on that match. Uh, but more importantly, we'll get your predictions, and I believe Brad is going to note them down. Not that he right. said he was going to, but I've just nominated him there because that's how we <laughs> do things on this podcast. Wait, where's my pen? Ah. Oh. I've the got pen of destiny. Pen. The pen of destiny. I've got four colors just in case. Let's go. Um, here we go. Match number one for Money in the Bank. Uh, we'll kick it off with the Money in the Bank ladder match uh, for a men's championship match contract. Now, this year, it's been pretty specific in saying that it's any title, right? Which mm. is kind of weird. But, uh, you know, I guess why not? Um, but in that match, we have Ricochet, Shinsuke Nakamura, Ellie Knight. Santos Escobar, Butch, Damian Priest, and Jason's favorite, Logan Paul. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, just yeah. shout out. What are our predictions or our comments for this match? Oh, man. I'm really hoping it's LA Knight's year. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Strop, strap yeah. the rocket to him, man. Let's Listen go. to your audience. Listen to your audience, yeah. man. The, you love them. And that'll make it all the better when he does something so vile with that briefcase and cashes in on Seth Rollins or does something so evil. Man, do it. Just do it. Let's go. I'm totally with you. It needs to happen. uh, I'm in on that. I was was behind him the whole way in NXT, and then when he appeared in the main roster, I was like, oh, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> but it's fine. We can, he's redeeming himself. I, I mean, he's probably the only person to be almost literally buried by Bray Wyatt and then come back bigger than Bray Wyatt. Um, so I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I, I need him to win this. Yeah, it's it's got to be L.A. Knight. Uh, they did their best attempt at ruining his career by making him a manager. <laughs> he had that horrible Mountain Dew match. And uh, he's come back stronger than ever. And, and the people yeah. want him to win and just give us that moment. I mean, he was one of my yeah. boys from back in the day. And I'm happy to see him get the success now. Uh, I also liked Karrion Cross and look what they did to him. I don't think he's ever coming back. So uh, let's give it to L.A. Knight. Let's let's strap it to him and let's go. Oh, yeah. You know it. I yeah. know it. Everybody knows it. It's three words, two letters. L.A. <laughs> Knight. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yes, he survived Max Dupree. He survived Mountain Dew Pish. Yeah. Glow in the Dark. <laughs> rave match. And 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 the WWE's still not doing him any favors. He's he lost like twenty matches in a row, and he's mm. still over. He's getting mm. natural organic cheers. People are people are, are 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 chatting along with his name. They're saying the yeah, and yeah, he's doing all that himself. I don't care if he's forty. I don't care if he's fifty. He's that good. He's over. Strap he's a over. rocket to him. He's my pick as well. And if anybody else wins, I will be severely disappointed. Yeah, it's not like it's not like he's some like no. choice that doesn't make sense. He also he has the look, he has yeah. the muscle, he has oh, the size, yeah. he has all this the normal things that the, even the old school wrestling people wanted for as a champion. Mm -hmm. So yep. what's he the problem? Just give, like, yeah, he can talk. He can do everything. After everything they did with Karrion Cross, they need to give us this, please. Exactly. Just, <laughs> I'm very happy. Yeah, I'm very happy overall. This match is. Whoever does win this match, it should be LA Knight, but whoever does win, it's, it's, it's someone who will be elevated with the briefcase. Yeah. That, that at least is, is quite refreshing. And that's, that's a good thing about it. When I look through the, the card for this, everyone I, I see there, if they were to win it, is going to put on a great match that night, and it's mm. going to be interesting to see them carry it. Like, there's nobody there that I'm like, oh, really? It, I mean, there's a couple. Eat my <laughs> I've, got, I've got a couple Butch? as well. Yes. No I wouldn't offense. want to see Butch but, but or wouldn't... Ricochet, but I love them and they're great performers. But I but mean... again, good good performers, right? So necessarily yeah. well, a gimmick. We need a good talker to have the briefcase. But if I had Pete Dunne with that, yeah, yes, that could be exciting. I could see Pete Dunne. Uh, I'd be getting the hometown reaction with the money in the bank. I think there's a moment potential for a moment there. He'll definitely yeah. have a near a near like a near oh, fall. Yeah, I sure. guess give it oh, to yeah. Logan. It'll be honest, it'll be funny, but it doesn't really no. make sense. It doesn't, it it doesn't make sense. Needed. No, Logan it would be a turned waste. up. He doesn't yeah. said, "Hey, can, can I have a title shot against Roman?" I do think he, he, might, he might steal the show. <laughs> he he might steal the show, though. He might steal oh, the I'm match. I'm excited to see yeah, him in the match. Hundred percent. Yeah, him and Rick uh, could definitely pull out some magic. But um, absolutely. So is that a clean sweep for LA Knight or Brad? Yeah, with Logan. LA Knight across the board, baby. Let's go. LA Knight. Yeah, uh, let's uh, let's move on. We have one of uh, the greatest heels in the history of wrestling now, uh, Dominic Mysterio yeah. versus Cody Rhodes. Um, a bit of a fall for grace for Cody, I think, uh, based on his trajectory when side he first quest. got in. It's side a quest. side quest. Side and, quest. And it's one of the, happen, the hottest but... heels going. True. But yeah, against one of the hottest heels. You're right. Um, what do you think is going to happen be... there? All over the place here. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be Cody. He can't lose. He can't lose unless it's in a, a monumental. Uh, what's it called? The uh, 
Schmoz. Schmoz for sure. Yeah, Schmoz for sure. But no, Cody's winning. <laughs> yeah, don't. I, some Rhea offense I, would be great. Love to see Rhea beat him up with the ref down, something like that. Get a power bomb in. I don't know. I, I can honestly see Dominic <laughs> win this somehow. somehow. I, yeah, I was going to say, am I crazy for thinking yes. X Con Dom can pull it out? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, that's fine. I'll, I'll take it. But I'm <laughs> just gonna imagine pick a scenario where. I, I, yeah, I, like I see Cody winning this, but like, imagine Dom being able to say three people have beaten Cody Rhodes since he got back: Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and me. <laughs> you know, like there's <laughs> some kind of some substance yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, now I want for that sure. to happen very yeah. badly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that's yeah, why I they mean, won't I- do it. That's what they were. <laughs> yeah, they're they're already giving us LA night, so we're not going to yeah. bet on the fact they'll give us this as well. Fair I enough. like Cody. I'm going to be cheering for Dom. This is going to be crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's no. Nah, you know there's I, an interesting with, answer, uh, but Dom there's no wrong sure. answers. Sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no yeah. Fine. yeah, I'm I'm going to go with Dom on this one. I'm going to take it. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Jason. So is that? Oh, I'm yeah. I'm going Cody. Uh, Cody all day, all day. That's me too. I'm going nice. Cody. Big win for Cody here. I expect, even though he's hurting all of that, I'm happy either way. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I mean, I'm loving no, Either way, it. it'll be great. Just bought yeah. a nice, uh, dumb, immaculate uh, trading card. To, it should arrive soon. Got to buy them before they start going up. Before he's just a legend. He's yeah. on his way, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh. uh, so what is that? A couple of doms and, uh, and, and three and Zach, Cody's. Big dong dom. <laughs> yeah, what's your, what's your choice? Uh, I hyped up Dom, but uh, I think the safe bet is Cody. Mm, nicely it is. That's fair. Fair. Um, next match then, we have Seth freaking Rollins versus Finn Balor uh, for the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, I'm going to jump in early and That's say Seth, it, it, it's far too early for, for him to lose that title, surely. Mm-hmm. But stranger things, I guess. I don't know what you guys think. Oh, freaking Rollins! I I think uh, freaking yeah, no. Rollins. I think it's too early. <laughs> exactly, he's the he's the working man. He's the working man's title holder. Uh, I think it's I can't I can't see if, especially if Dom is going to win against Cody. I can't see Finn also beating Seth. And and I don't oh. think Priest is going to win, obviously. So Judgment um, Day gets all the gold, like uh, Evolution, huh? No, so, <laughs> I don't uh, think I don't think we're there yet with them. It's been a long time since yet. Finn won a championship. I'd love to see it on him. I just don't know if this is the right. It's not. Yeah, I don't know if this is the time. He could be the moment. one to do it. He could be the one to beat Seth. He could be, but well, I don't it's think believable it'll be in my mind. It would the be fact that last time he had a contract, John Cena wrote his name over his name and somehow got the match. But how uh, stupid! <laughs> it would it would it would be poetic justice, I guess, because Seth was the one. Uh, poetic justice, you know. He got hurt. Actually, no, he had to give up the belt, you know, to yeah, Seth. He but gave up. yeah, it, they just it, this was just kind of a quick build to a, a good match. Like he hasn't mm-hmm. really been in the main event picture at all. So to give it to him now would be kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm picking Seth. Yeah, they did a Jason. really good piece of business this past Monday night or last week's Raw uh, mm-hmm. with like Finn looking like an absolute killer, doing three coup de grace to Seth. Um, yeah. But you know, not only do I think Seth like takes it because it's a logical choice, I also need a baby face to be holding that championship for when LA Knight cashes in the Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah. yeah, there we yeah. go. He's tying it all together in his mind already. It's all making sense. Three Love steps it. ahead. <laughs> That's it. 
that's at least two steps ahead of WWE, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's uh, let's move on then. So uh, next match we have is uh, the one we discussed earlier: Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Liv Morgan, uh, the returning Liv Morgan and uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Unacceptable. Two tag teams with no tag team names. When you become a tag team, you have to fill out the paperwork. And they have no tag team <laughs> names. Do, How you can have this to match? Fill out the paperwork. That's the rules. This is an unsanctioned match. I won't accept it. Unsanctioned. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, out of peace. Um, I mean, this yeah. feels like the same as the last. Got to be Ronda. I, I have they no can't problem lose it. other than Ronda they can't has to lose win. It yet. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have someone hold it for a while and make it look important yeah, maybe, and yeah. build it up, and then it's a big deal when it gets maybe defended. That's what it needs. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What I, a concept. I, I, yeah, yeah you're uh, Ronda and Shayna haven't had the chance to really take off and be killers yet with these belts. Um, I think with Liv, with the returning momentum, Raquel's also phenomenal and she's massive. I think this is a great opportunity for them to kind of have yeah. a statement match. Not a squash, Absolutely. but a statement match. So they'll win. Absolutely. Um, cool. Uh, next match. Sorry, I'm just looking at the card here. Right, we've got... Yeah. Anybody, hold on, before we move on, does anyone want to pick oh. Liv and Raquel? Yeah, does anybody a... pick Liv no, and Raquel? No, no, this is, a, <laughs> this is a cakewalk. That was an okay. open and shut. It was open and shut. <laughs> I didn't hear any objections. Yeah, so we, we, uh, we do have the IC title uh, with Gunta versus Matt mm. Riddle. Um, Hard-hitting slobber knocker, uh, brother. Where are we seeing this, Jordan? I think it... Huh? Oh, it... It just got added. I refreshed my Wikipedia page with the card, and it just just got added. Did they just make this there match? Yeah, literally, as I'm that's going on right now. Yeah, this it's is live. As we speak. It's live. It's live, Magler. Uh, so yeah, we have Gunther versus Matt Riddle for the IC title again. This is going to be a great match. I am very excited for this, but I think that it will obviously stay around the waist of Gunther. Uh, it's not going to as be it should. definitely not. Yeah, hope it's so. not going. Matt's not going to win that. Surely, uh, uh, is that uh, another uh, clean uh, sweep uh, there? Uh, is it? Yeah, yeah. If you know what, if they didn't put it on Sheamus uh, after like their really great program, mm. they need to have a program worthy of taking the belt off Gunter and like yeah. what they've done with Matt Riddle. I I don't think that's that. Not yet. No, not exactly. Yet, for sure. Um. Okay then, moving on to the second Money in the Bank ladder match of the night is the women's match. Uh, in that we have Zelina Vega, Becky Lynch, Zoe Stark, Bailey, Io Sky, Meow. and Trish Stratus. A lot of storylines in this match, like mm. into a lot of weaving story stories. Mm. Yeah, like a like a rich tapestry of wrestlingness. Very um, intriguing. Very intriguing. Um, anybody want to kick off predictions there? I will. Oh, oh. do it. Eo Sky. Nah, that was I, yeah, uh, just yeah. like that. Eh? Yeah, you yeah. are a mark. I am, um, to be fair. <laughs> I am a mark. I think again. I think she's one of the best wrestlers in the company. Period. Uh, anyone who watched her on NXT uh, as Io Shirai can vouch. I think her win would be the most interesting storyline-wise. There's already some mm. cracks. Damage control needs to do some damage control of themselves because uh, things aren't looking too hot. There's a little bit of an unsteady uh, 
relationship now between EO and Bailey. And I think this is the intrigue we need with EO having the briefcase. Um, what does that do to their dynamic? Uh, how does that move forward? I think, I think Bailey, uh, not Bailey, Trish and Zoe and Becky are going to be too caught up in their, you know, whatever they have going on. They're going to take themselves out. That's why I don't think Becky wins, especially. And uh, Zelina, no, I don't, I don't see that either. So for me, EO makes the most sense. And, and of course, as a Mark, that's what I want. <laughs> but I, I'm free to hear your dissenting opinions. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad pick. Yeah, I got she time for EO winning. Yeah. Hell yeah. Damn yeah but... my, my own, the only other choice for me is actually the opposite of that. It's Bailey. And I know Bailey's won before, but the idea of Bailey winning that over EO, I think, further feuds, if so, fuels the fact that EO wants to get away from her shadow, if that makes sense. Mm. And, and maybe yeah. there's some mad fuckery that happens that. Uh, <laughs> That means that when there's a cash in, perhaps he will prohibits that or something. I don't know, but yeah, I, I'm going to go with Bailey on it. I think just bigger, slightly bigger name, and I think for that storyline, it would make for me more sense that she is ahead of Eo Sky going forward. Yeah, well, I mean, I like that pick because I'm a huge Bailey Mark, and when she came back with damage control i was a little bit disappointed because i feel like she's been nerfed a little bit with that group uh she should be the top of the top i love her so much but since i've played it pretty safe i'm gonna go really into left field with this one and i'm gonna take the canadian on canada day trish stratus to Whoa. get the money in the bank and she's gonna get it because of zoe stark and zoe yes, stark will yeah, help her fair. and maybe she'll take the briefcase from her at a later date hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I. I am in league with you. Uh, I think uh, Trish Stratus, Trish Stratus, uh, pardon me, <laughs> Trish Stratus is. Uh, I think she's Mark the most interesting choice here. Um, yeah, because like we yeah, haven't yeah. seen like a real established legend who's like in doing her own HBK second run, which has just been really great. I watched that mm -hmm. match with uh, uh with Raquel Gonzalez. She hasn't missed a step, um, especially with, with making her opponents it. looking good. Let's go. She's been yeah. yeah. So let's uh let's put it on Trish. I think there's a real power move in having her uh hold that and you know, if Becky wins the title down the line, that's an interesting cash in, in its own right. That's yeah. you know. Put it on Trish. I think there's something there. That's who I wrote down for my pick as well. Really? I absolutely think it's gonna be her. <laughs> I think she's gonna okay. help from Zoe Stark. She's gonna get that title. And you, like you say, she's the most interesting choice. There's so much going on with her. She's having such that's a hot fair. run. And we really, I really thought that she was only back for just a microsecond, just for mania, and now this has turned into a, like this whole run. Amazing! Let's keep it so, going, baby. Let's yeah. let's get it. Go yeah, drafted. Let's go. So bring well, that bring couple, that title to Canada's Got Talent or whatever. Stick it on the bench at Canada's Got Talent. They're gonna love oh, that marketing. Canada. <laughs> couple of Trishes, a Bailey, and an EO. It's gonna I've be interesting. Been a mark, you know, so it is what That's it is. That's fair. Um, about the Greeks. Let's very, very quickly then move on to the final match of the night. It is the Civil... It's actually branded here, apparently, as the Bloodline Civil War tag team match. I don't know if that means that it's different from any standard tag team <laughs> trademark, match. Trademark, but, uh, trademark. Civil yeah, War trademark. rules. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Um, between the Bloodline, Roman and Solo versus the Usos. Ah! Uh, 
Brad, you've been relatively quiet waiting for us to give our picks first. I'm going to call on you first and uh, and ask yeah. you to give us your pick. So you can't call copy us. <laughs> I can always change it afterwards. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and lock in the Usos to get the victory here. Somehow, some way. Pinning Solo, uh, right? They got the momentum. Getting Solo, mm. you think that Solo's going to join the them? Pinning Solo. Pinning solo. I don't think Roman takes the the pin here. Even if he does, I don't even think it matters. Ooh, it's, it's not know. for the title. Does it really matter? Still doesn't look good. I don't know. Mm. Looks good, Tribal Chief. Damn it. Looks good for main event it... Jimmy. Main event Jay. Sorry. <laughs> is, is this the moment that we perhaps see the 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 another crack in Roman's armor and him getting pinned for the first time, not losing his title? But is it possible that we see that happen? Is it time for a crack? It's time for Roman's crack. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm here for, for Roman's crack. Here for Roman's I'm just crack. saying, because <laughs> the cracks have been Come all around him, so now there'll be a crack in him. In him, yeah. He'll have two cracks. In I feel crack. that. I feel that. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Usos too. Then, yeah. Nice. Thanks for doing a Brad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm locking in the Usos for sure. Oh yeah, now yeah. you are. <laughs> We're all doing. Just kidding. Mm. He gave us a great take. It makes more sense. It. They're on That's fire what... right now. They can't lose. Yeah. I don't Locking know. Actually, for Zach for sure. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm saying Usos as well. Uh, like, you know, hell, the the old adage like empires crack from within and are destroyed by outside forces. That's what's mm. been happening with the bloodline. It's just like it's fallen off piece by piece. Oh. You give Roman another loss, another loss in a tag team match. Every loss he's had in the past X amount of years has been, you know, teaming with Sammy, teaming with uh, with Solo, and had another loss with yeah. Solo. Like that's going to be like you know what? I don't need anybody. Like he can kick out Solo, he can kick out maybe he kicks out Heyman, and he just goes it alone, and that's what's going to be the last mistake, the last fatal error of Roman Reigns, and he you know loses it very you know I I think we're talking about months uh, until he loses that championship probably to Cody. That's that's what gives me pause is is if this goes that way, then we're thinking he's losing the belt soon or rather than later. And I don't know that I see that personally. And that's why I think Roman and Solo are going to win this match. I think we're not quite ready for another crack of Romans to show up uh, (laughs) in in this night. I think we need to play this out a little bit longer. I think that's kind of been the name of the game with this whole bloodline story. It's been three years, damn it. Well, that's it. <laughs> it's been three years, damn it. It's, we're not uh, done yet. We're not no done way. yet. I think Roman and Den. Solo, they, they have one more trick up their sleeve. Again, Ooh, new member? Me saying I want maybe not a new member. I don't know. So just some other wrinkle. I think I think Roman reasserts himself. Maybe even Jay and Jimmy fall in line again. I don't Ooh, know. I hope not. Like a little Ooh, bit of Shadowfried. I think maybe not. But I think, I, I think, yeah, I think Roman and Solo are going to win. I want Solo to look good again because he's a monster. Roman obviously has to look good because I don't see the decline happening as fast as, uh, as you guys maybe do. I think uh, we've got to carry this out probably till WrestleMania uh, 50, 40. 
Roughly WrestleMania 40. 50. Good God. 40. Sorry. <laughs> WrestleMania 40. I, Roman I think will it's be carrying 50. out. I think it's carrying out until WrestleMania 40. And I don't see how if Roman loses here and things fall apart, how does he dodge losing that title mm. for 10 months? I don't think he does. I think Fair. he has a little bit of a second or third or however many win here. Ready to be wrong, but that's how I well, feel deep in my heart. We will be sitting here next week waiting to call you out on it, you weird shirt-wearing <laughs> freak. Um, so yeah, trying to get in the bloodline. There's two open spots. <laughs> That's right. There's, there's an opening for a get, Sami get Zayn looking guy as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that is the card. That's a card for Money in the Bank. So that's us had a, a, a lovely, delightful. Not a bad card. Not a bad card. We've gone through some forbidden door. We've had a chat about Money in the Bank. I'm going to hand back to Brad to to take us out and do all the the final pieces of. Um, what do you call it? Paperwork? No, I don't know. All the bets. All the bets. I mean, first, Zach, where can the people find you and love wrestling on the socials? Where can they look for that? Uh, personally, you can find me on Twitter at SmarkMouth, on uh, Instagram at Smark.Mouth, and uh, I got Blue Sky, so if uh, anyone's got got in on Blue Sky, you can find me there as SmarkMouth. Uh, other than that, follow at LoveWrestlingCA on pretty much any platform uh, you can think of. Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, TikTok, all that good stuff. Will we well, see you next month at the at the next IWS show? The really big oh, show? Oh, almost certainly. Dark Sheik versus Benjamin Tull. Yes, you will absolutely see me there. Let's go. We got a. I think we have Waxman going with his valet. I'm going with my valet. We had two other uh, friends at a party. We were talking about it, and they really want to come. So we're gonna have a nice big group of jobbers and jobberettes in the building. So we'll definitely Chobber come say hello. Hands. Love it. Let's uh, grab what drinks is, or something beforehand. Yes. What is Blue Sky? Sky? It's an alternative to Twitter, I believe. It's, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a, you got to get invited in because like it's it's still small, still growing, but it's it's uh, developed by the guy who developed Twitter in the first place. So take it, it back. A lot of that with less Elon Musk. Take yeah. it back from Elon. Yeah. Okay, Elon's like base <laughs> now, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, well, he's I'll, I'll be uh, lately, but, uh, looking forward next month to some photos from uh, Brutopia or wherever it is you uh, you guys end up. I'll be incredibly jealous. So yeah. <laughs> you'll be here in Maybe we'll get you back Canada. out here soon. I'll just come back. Get right? back out here, buddy. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, Wait for uh, some seed uh, sales, bud. Get it going. Mm. Yeah, may as well. Well, we are the Four Jobbers. Hello at the Four Jobbers.com, at the Four Jobbers on all of social media on behalf of everybody. We'll see you next week. Peace.